a very special episode of Shelly Has Opinions, the hit regular aged podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their shy sister Shelly's opinion on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan and with me is Shelly Chatfield Allison and we also have Julie Chatfield Miller and Finally, our 100th episode sister expert is <laughs> Kelly Chatfield Wickham. All right. <laughs> what a grand too. reveal. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly gang, we have been alive for 100 episodes. Yay. <laughs> we are creating in the lab. <laughs> Started this. <laughs> It is our 100th episode, and we have done it. Shelly gang, you are here with us, and we are here with you, and we are one forever and ever. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) I don't know if you noticed, uh, Shelly and Julie and Kelly, but I have finally decided to retire the fact that we are a hit new podcast. Aw, I like being a hit new podcast. So is it going to be a hit regular aged podcast from here on out? Is that going to be the intro? I don't know if I can say that again. I don't know if I'll be able to get those words out my mouth. I just feel like 100 episodes old is just, that's the time. It's the time that every podcast moves from new to regular aged. <laughs> cool. <laughs> And I'm sure they all, like, announce that on their podcast, too. (laughs) Finally, regular. (laughs) So what's the next step after regular? Old. Oh. Oh, you skip middle-aged? It's new, regular, old, and then dead. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) We were born 100 episodes ago, and who knows when the end will come. (laughs) No, No woman knoweth. I just feel like now that we're regular aged, what is something that you've been waiting to do until we weren't new anymore? <laughs> I can tell you what I've been waiting to do. I just, I'm really tired of all of the mall tours, you know, eating in food courts, like to, and performing to screaming teens. <laughs> okay. I think I'm finally ready to move up to like arena sized tours. <laughs> And then once we hit old, we'll go to like, you know, smaller venues that are more age appropriate for our fans. Right. With tables and bingo. (laughs) (laughs) A bingo hall tour. (laughs) Across this great nation. (laughs) Who are we aiming towards here? Because that could go either way. Well, right now, arena tours is whoever we want. (laughs) (laughs) Just regular people. (laughs) <laughs> neither the young nor the old just regular because <laughs> everyone knows old people and young people are not regular <laughs> uh well i'm excited that like now that we we are not new now that we are regular i can have my writer kind of say whatever i want for realsies <laughs> like i can put in to my writer now like when we do go on tour and also just for you guys like hey tell me the topic beforehand and then you have to do it because it's in my writer and then (laughs) i can make many of my big demands that i've just been waiting all this time to make (laughs) 
You've been paying your dues. I have. I've been putting up with the riffraff, and now is the time that I only want white roses in my dressing room (laughs) and only yellow M&Ms in a bowl. (laughs) And uh, I want to know the topic. (laughs) But I know, I actually do know that that will never happen because you are also divas who also want what you want. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. What happens when there's competing things in writers? (laughs) I don't know. I guess we'll find out. We'll all all just have to talk to our agents. (laughs) But our agent is all dad. (laughs) My people will talk to your people. We have the same people. Well, that's a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know what I'm excited about now that we're regular. Uh, (laughs) What? Shelly has been promising and promising that when our podcast is finally regular age, that she'll just tell us all her secrets. <laughs> and, and now it's here. So, Shelly, I'm ready. Tell me all your secrets. You've been, you promised. Shelly, why, why didn't you want to tell your secrets when we were a new podcast? Uh, well, because like we and we, since we were newly born and our audience, <laughs> you know, we just weren't ready yet for all the dark secrets I have <laughs> waiting. Now we formed a bond yeah. and we can finally trust each other. Yes. We built that trust. Kelly, is there anything you've just been just dying to do once we were regular? No, because I, I've never been regular. <laughs> You've always been new or old? Yeah. Or, or abnormal. Or, or needing bran muffins. What? What? That's dead. AKA dead. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're not getting my joke. Regularity? Really, Shelly? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would have think that would come more from Julie since she's a toilet humor person. <laughs> I am, but I don't know enough about nutrition, I guess. (laughs) But you should because you're a diabetic. I am. I just know after I had a C-section, like I ate a lot of bran muffins in the hospital. (laughs) Yum. I just like eating bran muffins. Yeah, they were delicious. They are. Can that be our new, like, our new regular age mascot is bran muffins? (laughs) Without raisins, yes. We can have a bake sale at our arena tours, and it's just all brand muffins. <laughs> Either brand muffins or, like, dates and, and prunes. <laughs> no, that's for when we're old in our smaller venues. <laughs> okay. In the bingo halls. Across America. <laughs> and beyond. Oh. That makes it sound like space. I just meant other places in the, in the world on Earth. All right, fine. And beyond. (laughs) (laughs) So, Shelly Gang, thank you so much for hanging with us for 100 episodes. If you haven't heard all the episodes, that's probably good. Some of them in the early stages were pretty rough. We were still trying to find ourselves. We were new, 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 new. (laughs) Uh, I've I've heard the term poddlers because we're toddler podcast. I'm not sure I like that word. (laughs) To me, it sounds like a toddler who is constantly going Potty. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's a usual toddler. <laughs> Daddy, I know you're listening, and I'm sorry that I just said that word on our podcast. Shelly's the one making bran muffin jokes. <laughs> I know. I'm going so edgy now that we're regular. <laughs> our dad does not like 
uh, does not like potty humor, but maybe now that we're regular, he likes it. Maybe he's just been waiting to like it. (laughs) Maybe he thought we weren't old enough yet, but now we are. (laughs) You're not mature enough for potty humor. (laughs) You can't wield it responsibly and therefore don't do it. We have to get down to the topic for today. And this is an unprecedented thing wherein Shelly already knows the topic. She knew it before you did, Shelly Gang. You downloaded this episode and you thought, ha ha ha, once again, I know it before Shelly. You're wrong. <laughs> they, when they download it, they know it before me. That's like weird time travel stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and beyond. <laughs> Shelly already knows because we're just gonna kind of talk about what is this thing rather than which is the thing because Shelly in her writer says no more making me choose and I said compromise how about just on this one episode (laughs) and then never again (laughs) Shelly shall we tell everyone today's topic let's do it do you want to do it at the same time well i'm pretty sure that would turn out real bad because i don't know exactly how you're gonna word it (laughs) (laughs) today's topic is best 100 (gasps) that's how i've been thinking of it best 100 oh my gosh (laughs) You guys, are, you guys are in love. You can finally kiss. No. no. Love bucket, barf. That's in my rider. No smooching. <laughs> this rider sounds really interesting. It, it's complicated and ever-changing. <laughs> so as to ensure that everyone who tries to fulfill it will fail. What a diva. Yep. That's me. <laughs> so, Shelly Gang, what do we mean by best 100? We are talking about what is the best thing that has to do with the number 100 in culture, politics, geography, other things that exist, and beyond. <laughs> I actually did think, try and think about it geographically for a second. What's at the 100th longitude or latitude, Shelley? The 100th longitude is actually uh, makes part of the border between like Texas and Oklahoma or something like that. Uh But other than that, it's not terribly interesting. So so just know that one's not on the list. (laughs) Oh, okay. One down. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing this process of elimination style. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I will read some of my suggestion list that I sent to you guys when we were talking about this topic. The $100 bill, a.k.a. Benjamins. Uh I almost did that one. Uh, Did you know that it is the operator number in the UK? Do you want to talk to that operator? There was, that was the age that Abraham in the Bible was when he had his son Isaac. (laughs) And yeah, that's what it says. Older. I don't know, guys. I'm just trying to go off of what Wikipedia told me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Kelly, you're the expert. You can expertise this. Did you know sneezes come out at 100 miles per hour? Well, that can't (laughs) be right. Yeah. 
Kelly, you've got a lot of work this episode. <laughs> my sneezes probably are more like 110, but I work out. <laughs> I, my nose. How do you even look that up? I heard it on a podcast, actually. Also, did you know that toasters, the pop-up toaster, was invented 100 years ago? And Nat King Cole was born 100 years ago? Wow. The number yeah. 100 is 1919, 1919 was a great year. Shelly, you're right. WebMD says so. Good job, me and also Sawbones, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say my one that I think is most interesting that I didn't choose? Yeah. Is 100 kilometers is the boundary between the Earth's atmosphere and outer space. So there's a That's bubble great. 100 kilometers up. Yeah. If you go 101 kilometers, you in outer space, dog. <gasps> and beyond. <laughs> <laughs> So those are some of the things we didn't choose, Shelly Gang. But what are some of the things we did choose? Julie's going to go first. Kelly's going to go second. I'm going to go third. And Shelly, with her own opinion, is going to go fourth. Are we ready? Yes. Ready. Julie, lay it on me, brother. Well, speaking of things that 100 is not, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I thought of was Rip Van Winkle sleeping for a hundred years. But you know what? That's not true. I learned something new about not 100. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> so instead, I went for the next best 100 thing sleep-related, which was that Sleeping Beauty in the original version was asleep for a hundred years. <laughs> was that on your mind because you wish you could sleep for 100 years? <laughs> That does happen to be one of my points. <laughs> or is it that when you have your baby next month, you will not sleep for 100 years? Oh, that's a good point, too. But you know what? Babies are worth it. So contact me at the end of that 100 years when I'm a human again. <laughs> You'll be regular. I'll be regular. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I, at this point in my life, I wish I could sleep. For 100 years. Really at, <laughs> at any point in my life, but especially now. Because you know what? I just have to surround myself with 100 pillows so I can uh -huh. be comfortable. Then it's really hard to, you know, extract myself from that. <laughs> so you might as well just stay there for 100 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody bring me a bedpan, quick. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> a big old bedpan. <laughs> Yeah. Shelly, will you come give me a bedpan the size of 100 bedpans? <laughs> no. <laughs> you use one bedpan a year. <laughs> <laughs> or use it for your toddler. <laughs> Shelly. And everybody, I guess, since we all prepared our own things. Sleeping Beauty is a classic fairy tale. That is something that will never go out of style. It is more than 100 years old and will still be well-known more than 100 years from now. It's one of the most regular things that I know. <laughs> uh-huh. In I know in the Disney version, she's not asleep for 100 years. Well, they don't really say. But the prince is not 100, and he's there before and after. Unless he's got a spell on him, which could be. Yeah, maybe he was in Maleficent's jail for like a hundred years. 
His hair is really smooth. <laughs> His hair is so smooth. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I never thought about it that way. <laughs> but uh, in the ballet I saw of Sleeping Beauty last, oh, not last year, I guess, whenever I was in Sydney, <laughs> they were asleep for 100 years because, like, the beginning of it takes place in, like, kind of medieval era and then 100 years later – you know, he's kind of dressed more modern and stuff. Uh-huh. So he's wearing, like, r- torn-up jeans. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those ballet jeans. <laughs> Some jeggings. Perfect for dancing. <laughs> uh, one thing I do want to say about the classic fairy tale as I was researching this is that classic fairy tales are totally whack and uh-huh. messed up. And this tale especially. So if you want to read something whack and messed up, go read the original uh, (laughs) Sleeping Beauty. One that's like a tiny bit less original, one of the later versions. Um, She sleeps for a hundred years and then she is awakened in the best way that I know how. By a a kiss from a handsome prince. (laughs) (laughs) And cool. <laughs> is that how you get woken up a lot? Yeah. My my prince is so handsome. Oh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> Shelly, you're the one who thinks Corbin's totally handsome. That's true. <laughs> As she blushes and then dies. <laughs> Her regularity has just gone down. <laughs> you want to know how I was woken up this morning? Yes. By Ruby, my... Five-year-old getting right up in my face and going, hi. She's <laughs> <laughs> also a pretty good way to wake up. She just wanted to say hi, or was there more after this? Uh, I'm sure she wanted to say more, but Corbin was, once again, my prince in shining armor and uh, whisked her away so that I could keep sleeping. <laughs> 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 but you know what, guys? Being asleep... For 100 years sounds pretty, pretty great to me. <laughs> and you know what? She's a princess. Do only princesses, are, are only princesses allowed to sleep for 100 years? Is that a perk of being a princess? As long as they aren't on a mattress with a pee under it, yeah. There you go. Which I looked that fairy tale up for this podcast because I thought she was asleep on 100 mattresses, but that's not true either. How many? 20. 20. 20. Just like Rip Van Winkle. 20 and 100 (laughs) often get confused for each other (laughs) in fairy tale land. Uh Uh-huh. So I I put forth the idea that Sleeping Beauty, getting to sleep, I make it sound like it's her reward. Like, (laughs) Maleficent is like, you've been doing a great job hiding in the forest. (laughs) Bravo. Here's your reward. A hundred years sleep. Hooray! I was going to kill you, but actually, you know what? (laughs) You're doing great. So (laughs) here's a hundred years of sleep. You, for you and all your friends, you get a hundred years of sleep. You get a hundred years of sleep. You get a hundred years of sleep. Angelina Jolie as Oprah as Maleficent. Uh Oh my. Uh Cool. (laughs) I like that. I think that is really great, Julie, but I bet that we are going to enjoy Kelly's even more because she is talking about a Chatfield family favorite. 
Kelly, what is the best 100? The best 100 is the show Jane the Virgin. That's a good show. But what does it have to do with 100? There's a list of 100 things. There are 100 kisses, 100 weddings, fights, kids, backstabs, and 100 episodes. Only one of those things is true. <laughs> oh, I was like, dang, that's a lot there of weddings. Hundred weddings. <laughs> I thought they were just really committed to a theme, and I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just gave you one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven, or six truths, and or no, it's six lies and a truth. Give me one hundred truths and one hundred lies next time. <laughs> <laughs> So is it so the whole series is a hundred episodes exactly? Yeah, which is so bizarre because it's five seasons. I don't know why I'm so surprised because they're twenty episodes each, I think. Each season. Uh-huh. You do the math, Shelly Gang. That's a lot. I will say that when Kelly put forth this idea to me, I looked it up on Wikipedia and notably all of the episode titles are chapter one. Chapter Two, yeah. chapter three. So it's pretty it's pretty evident that they meant to end on one hundred. Like it doesn't look like it was by happenstance. Not all books have a hundred chapters. Well <laughs> Well yeah, but it's unsatisfying to end a television show on episode one hundred and three. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like having the volume on the radio at like thirteen instead of fourteen or fifteen. Like you can't just leave it on an odd number. <laughs> odd numbers are not regular. <laughs> I am shocked by what you just said, Kelly. My brain just exploded. That's never happened to you? I thought you were going to say 13 and then to 15. But then you said 14. <laughs> and I was agog. But it's okay to have it on 15 because it's half. It's all like, you know, basically halfway. But if you leave mm-hmm. it on 13 or, like, 17, you know, like, with the 3 or a 7, that You have number opinions that I don't. I've never thought about the radio according to, like, the number of volume. I just go, oh, my ears like this amount of sound. <laughs> I guess I'm done now but turning I, it up. You know what? <laughs> I told you I wasn't regular, okay? And I know uh-huh. I'm not the only one. So, so Jane the Virgin, 100 episodes of greatness, <laughs> Kelly, would you say? Uh, yeah, because I am, I'm watching the last, uh, I think it's two seasons that I have never watched before, and they've been on for a while, and uh, we don't have regular cable, so we had to wait. Young or old cable? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, have, we have the new uh, and regular can something be new and regular? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's either new Coke or classic Coke. You can't no, have new Coke, regular Coke. Old Coke, dead Coke. <laughs> Those are the category. <laughs> I love it. But we we have Netflix. We don't have cable. And so we had to wait until it was all done before we could watch it. And so I wasn't sure where I ended so I started it all the way over. I am ending season three later today. Probably. Let's be real. I am 100% <laughs> uh, addicted to the show. Nice. But um, 
I am almost done with it. And man, I love it now. Like it makes me want to get into real telenovelas instead of the American <laughs> versions. <laughs> and I'm not, you know, I'm not a big romantic person. So the fact that I want to watch telenovelas is blowing my my mind a thousand percent. I just went there. I think I know a good one from Spain that you might like. <laughs> the Grand Hotel. <laughs> yeah, our mom discovered uh, one called Le Grand Hotel. And she wouldn't stop talking about it to us forever. And then it turns out that they have one on ABC now, but it is too scandalous for our mom. Oh, yeah. dear. A.K.A. It's in English. So scandalous. <laughs> so, Kelly, do you prefer the romance? Do you prefer the s- escandalo? Do you prefer... <laughs> I like the the puzzle pieces and the plot twists. It's not necessarily like the romance, but I love that, like, how everything fits together. Like, everything means something. Yeah. Then, Kelly, you're going to love my best 100. Let me just say that. Go for it. So, Shelly Gang, I know that you've been really loving what Julie said, just amazed by what Kelly said, and you will probably ultimately side with Shelly, as we all usually do. But <laughs> I want to tell you my best 100, and that, Shelly Gang, is A Hundred Years of Solitude, a novel by Gabriel Garcia Marquez. <laughs> It is a long, long, very long, so long book. In fact, <laughs> how long is it? <laughs> it's, I was going to say 100 100s, but oh. it's actually just 10 100s. <laughs> it's a thousand pages? Yes. And, Dang. and, and your girl read it for fun. Wow. Yeah, you would think someone who uh, went to college for English was forced to read this. Uh, no, I went through many classes. None of them made me read it. And I just was like, you know, I would love to read this. So here is the thing. It is a book about a hundred years of a family. And it is actually seven generations, which is not 100 years. It's like cramped down. But that is because, and this is very important, it is the only magical realism book that I have ever liked. And and you, I think it is known on this podcast, you hate magical realism. I do. As a, you know, a rule. I do. But I have a list of reasons why 100 is very important to this book and why I think it is the best 100. Like I said, it's seven generations of family. When you're 100, you're family. (laughs) (laughs) If you've lived within a hundred year span, you're family. This is the second week in a row that you've uh, used that. (laughs) I know. And I think it's actually the second week in a row that I opened with it. My, My opening point. I feel very strongly about it, apparently, about family. It is a wild thing. Magical realism, like I said, different generations that are, like, very far apart interact with each other all the time. Oh, really? Uh Uh-huh. They frequently have the same name or a a variation on the name. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Like, so it's, like, the same first name, but then it's, like, an additional middle name. 
and it's very hard to keep track of everyone. So when I first read it, I didn't know that's what I was getting into, and it was very hard to keep track of, but I loved it so much that I just read it very quickly. Like I did with the last Harry Potter, I missed a lot of things. Uh (laughs) In Harry Potter, I missed like three deaths. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. And then when I finished reading it, my husband was like, wasn't it so sad when... And I was like, what? (laughs) I did that too, but it's because I was drugged. (laughs) I had had my wisdom teeth out, so it's like... (laughs) Oh, that's right. (laughs) It wasn't like J.K. Rowling put chloroform in your book. Which reminds me, I saw a pillow, a throw pillow yesterday that said, does this pillow smell like chloroform? (laughs) I want it. It made me laugh a lot. So that's my first point. When you're 100, your family. Okay. (laughs) My second point is that it is a multilingual 100. Multilingual. There is, uh, I read it in English. It was translated into English. Uh, It has a lot of Spanish, and Mm -hmm. it has Latin. So there's there's hundred, there's cien, and then there's centum. That's one hundred and three (laughs) languages. It's so full of one hundred. But what about one hundred and one hundred languages? Well, that is one of the things that was on my list, which was binary, one hundred in binary. (laughs) I asked Rick actually what. One like one zero zero means in binary, and he said four. So there's that for you. <laughs> there you go, Kelly. One hundred and one hundred language <laughs> is four. Is four. <laughs> but that is weirdly not in this book. <laughs> you mean they don't? A magical realism book about a family over a hundred years doesn't do like coding together. <laughs> if you're coding your family, <laughs> no. <laughs> As you might guess by the name of the book, A Hundred Years of Solitude, it is about a very remote village that uh, is basically founded and destroyed by this family and the seven generations. And so they did not have computers because remote places don't have computers, apparently, is my thesis. (laughs) I guess that's what you're saying. Or if you're a family who plans on creating and then destroying a town 100 years later, you just don't worry about computers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not worry about that. <laughs> we, know, we know the end is not that far away, so we'll just, <laughs> we'll just not do it. So in this book, there are 100 potential careers. Let me give you a list. One, town founder. Inventor. Uh, there, are, there is a band of what is called in the book gypsies. There is a band who comes around. They're the only outsiders that they encounter. And they bring all these cool inventions for the people to see. Like computers. (laughs) There are three specifically listed on Wikipedia. Because I didn't, surprise, surprise, go back and read this entire book to prepare. What? (laughs) The three inventions are magnets, (laughs) telescopes, and ice. Ooh, those are good inventions. None of them computers, oddly. But in the ice was carved one zero zero one zero zero one zero zero. So, uh, town founder, inventor, politics, tiny goldfish maker. <laughs> what? I just put railroad, and I think I mean working for the railroad and not just being a railroad. Human railroad. <laughs> 
I also wrote down plantationing, which I'm embarrassed about. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, I wrote, for some reason in all capitals, massacres. (laughs) (laughs) What a good career. (laughs) Yeah, there's a real future in that. (laughs) So there are so many options. If you're looking to, to know what to do with your life, you could read this book and really just see where all of these paths lead. You know, some are maybe a little more obvious than others, you know? Yeah, railroad was pretty obvious. (laughs) Also, tiny goldfish maker. (laughs) My last point as to why A Hundred Years of Solitude, a novel by Gabriel Garcia Marquez, is the best 100, is because it can give you 100 lifetimes of thinking about the excellent storylines, symbolism, and solitude found in that wonderful book. It is, like I said, very difficult to uh, figure out what's going on in the first reading. And I didn't tell you this, also in the second reading. How many times have you read it? I've read it three times. Ugh. (laughs) I don't know if Shelly's going to go for this. (laughs) I, I enjoy reading. I don't think I would happily read a story that is that long three times. (laughs) I love it because it gives my brain so much to chew on. I, like I mentioned, went to college for an English degree and it was essentially like a book club, like all day, every day for the most part. Mm -hmm. And I adored that and it ruined me for regular book clubs for the remainder of my life. So. Um, that makes it sound like I'm dead now. No, not dead. <laughs> no, but uh, I think you do. I have heard you talk about going to other book clubs and going, ugh. Because <laughs> I really want to talk about like deep, deep, deep symbolism. And uh, other people just want to eat cheesecake. And I'm okay with that. It's just that's not what I want to do. <laughs> so this book gives me my own little book club for one. And and lets me think and ponder and and joy over the the beautiful story and beautiful language that is in that book. And it to me is the best one hundred. Shelley, I I put you last so that you could have a recency bias and change your answer <laughs> to mine. <laughs> here's here's the thing about yours, Holly. The author died a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And so he was in the news a lot. And so this book was also in the news. And it was when I was living in Argentina and there was an English, one English bookstore in the mall near us. So I was like, maybe I should go get this book. Let me just see what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked on Wikipedia and I tried reading the plot summary. And I was like, I can't even make it through this plot summary. I am not spending my well-earned money (laughs) to get a copy of this book. I will just get something else. You're not going to spend the next 100 years of your life figuring out this book. When I was already living in a different country that speaks a different language, et cetera, et cetera, I was not going to spend my spare time going... I want to read this magical realism book that's confusing <laughs> for enjoyment. I won't do it. <laughs> I read it because I I think one of my favorite books of all time is another one of his books called Love in the Time of Cholera. Uh-huh. And 
That one is uh, considerably shorter and comparatively easy breezy. So many people die of cholera in it. Spoiler. It's it's easy to keep the characters all, you know, straight because all of them are dead. (laughs) But I was like, oh, I will read this other one because I love the the imagery and just how just how it is written. And then I did love it, but it was in just uh, there's a lot more, a lot more to think about. A lot to love. Well, so I'm not going to choose yours. <laughs> oh, no. And Anjali, sleeping for 100 years. I'm not going to argue with that. That sounds delightful. <laughs> I love to sleep. But, you know, these days, I just don't think I could pull it off. <laughs> Unless I was rewarded by an evil fairy <laughs> with a curse to sleep for 100 years. I don't think I could do it. <laughs> uh, and Kelly, Jane the Virgin is great. And I need to watch all 100 episodes. But I think for my for my money, my best 100 is something that is very me, which is something filled with lots of little tidbits of information, which I love. <laughs> and it is the 100th day of the year, April 10th. <laughs> <laughs> so I know it's not a 100th day of every year. Sometimes it's the 101st day because of leap year, but... I'm going to ignore that. (laughs) Now, is this according to the Gregorian calendar? Yes, it is specifically in the Wikipedia article about it. It does say according to the Gregorian calendar. (laughs) 100th day of the year, April 10th. And here is why it's great. Lots of points. I'm going to start with birthdays. Some notable birthdays on April 10th are Babyface, great singer, great songwriter. Kenneth Babyface Edmonds. Yeah, he's great. Also, the star of the only movie I've ever seen four times in the theater, Mandy Moore, was born on April 10th. <laughs> what movie did you see? Walk to Remember. Of course. <laughs> Gross. Daisy Ridley, the newest star of the Star Wars movies. She was born on April 10th. Bravo. Our favorite action star, Steven Seagal. (laughs) I'm surprised we didn't know that already. Uh, And also, Holly told me right before the podcast started, our dog's birthday was April 10th. I haven't remembered that. So our our childhood dog, Twinkles, was April 10th, was her birthday. Hooray. She was a great dog. So so those are so those are some notable birthdays, celebrity birthdays, I'd say. <laughs> there are holidays on April 10th. One of them is sometimes Easter. <laughs> the last time Easter was on April 10th was 1977, so we did not get to enjoy it. But the next one is in 2039, so we only have to wait 20 more years before we can enjoy Easter on April 10th. But <laughs> while we're waiting for that, we can celebrate every year International Siblings Day <gasps> is April 10th. Oh, my Cute. goodness. I thought that was perfect. Thematic for us. I know. And now, one of the fun things, I read through so many lists of historical things that happened on April 10th, and I was loving it. <laughs> I just love to know little tidbits of information that are, like, fun and interesting. It's called Trivia. It is, and I love it. And also, I specifically chose some I think you guys would like. And and I'll point those out, but I also just some general ones too. In the year 
837. <laughs> Halley's Comet made its closest ever approach to Earth. That's pretty cool. In 1866, Kelly, this one's for you, the ASPCA was created. You're you're into, uh, like, causes. Oh, yeah. You know, right now? I was like, that's cool. Why does that have to do with me? Go on. <laughs> yeah, cause it, yeah, so it was a cause, like... So the man who created it was, like, sent to India as, oh, what is it called? A diplomat. And he saw that sometimes they were treating animals very poorly. And he thought, you know, these animals are working hard for us. We should treat them well. So That's great. That's a good cause. Uh, in 1872, the first Arbor Day was celebrated. And that's for all of us because that's for all of oxygen us, is so love good. Trees. <laughs> um, and then this next one's for mom. 1887. Abraham Lincoln was reburied with his wife. Whoa. <gasps> uh, I just thought mom would think that was romantic. Our mom, Shelly Gang, is obsessed with <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. So it's a good thing that in our hometown, there is like a literal museum of just dedicated to Abraham Lincoln called the Lincoln Shrine. So I thought that was interesting. Um, on April 10th in 1912, the Titanic set sail. April 10th. 1925. Holly, this one's for you. The Great Gatsby was published. <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> oh, don't say that to someone who went to college for English. Just... I know, and I know it's one of your favoritest books ever. It is. I was just telling a baby a couple days ago, a seven-month-old baby, that she would, <laughs> she would like that one because it would teach her about symbolism in a very easy and accessible way. <laughs> Okay, this is real. I have a tote bag that is the Great Gatsby, and she was loving it. And cool, <laughs> she was really loving the big eyes uh-huh. that were on the tote. And I said, "Oh, you'll love this book. It will teach you about symbolism in an easy and accessible way." Cool. Uh, so I guess perfect thematic. April tenth. On, in 1947, on April 10th, Jackie Robinson first signed his Major League Baseball contract. Oh. That's really cool. Um, Julie, this one's for you. Next one. 1974, Penn and Teller met for the first time oh. on April 10th. And wow. Julie is a fan of magic. That is so random and fun. I would like to have it noted in history the first day that we all met. <laughs> I guess if you include all of us here, it would be July 27th, 1993. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the 100th celebration. Yeah, when someone is talking about July 27th on their podcast in the future, um, they could say, and notably, the Chatfield girls all met for the first time. <laughs> In 1998, the Good Friday Agreement was signed, which, en- which it ended the troubles between Northern Ireland and Ireland. Thank goodness. Oh. And, and yeah. And then, Carly, this one is for you, wherever you are. 2009, the Hannah Montana, the movie, was released <laughs> into theaters. <laughs> um, and then this year, something exciting happened on April 10th. Something that is going to be important to history. The first ever photo of a black hole was announced to the world. Cool. That photo was amazeballs. Yeah. So so April 10th is a great day. <laughs> and it is the 100th day of the year. 
and it deserves its place in history as a great day. Uh, Would you say it deserves its place in history as the best 100? It is the best 100th day of the year. (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to commit, huh? Uh, Well, you know what? In my writer, it says I could do what I want. (laughs) Well, Shelly, thank you so much for telling us your opinion about the best 100th day of the year. Do you want to commit? I'm giving you an opportunity right now to choose the best 100 of all. You know what? I like mine because it has lots of things on it. It's the most 100. It's got lots of lots of things. You have the nearest to 100 facts about your thing. I, I probably read over 100 facts about it. I just included a very short list of the highlights and all the things that weren't wars and stuff. <laughs> I included the happiest things on that day. Like Penn and Teller meeting. That's the happiest on that list. I know. But you know what I didn't include? Sad things. Like, it was the day that Paul McCartney announced that the Beatles were breaking up. <gasps> wow. And other sad things. <laughs> now I'm so sad. I know, but guess what? Remember the good times. <laughs> Remember the great Gatsby? Remember how fun that was? <laughs> I also told that baby all of the rest of F. Scott Fitzgerald's um, work, and what, and I ranked them for her. <laughs> I bet she was very impressed. <laughs> I bet she'll remember that forever. <laughs> <laughs> or at least for a hundred days. <laughs> it won't do her much good by then, though. <laughs> Well, Shelly, thank you for telling us your opinion about the best 100. And thank you for letting us do this podcast for 100 episodes, Shelly. I know that it is a struggle for you. You know what? It is. (laughs) (laughs) But it's been 100 great episodes. I've enjoyed them all. And it's been fun to think about some of these crazy things you guys make me think about. (laughs) Why don't you just tell us what you think so we don't have to do any more episodes and we can end on a hundred like Jane the Virgin? <laughs> oh gosh. Like so you're saying like I should just for the next few minutes just tell you everything and then that'll be it forever. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Oh no. <laughs> no, I need you guys I need the small committee <laughs> to think of things for me to think about because I don't know. <laughs> Shelly Gang, if you would like to listen to uh, some of our 100 episodes, and there's some bonus ones too, you can go to our website, ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y, HasOpinions.com. And there you can listen to uh, some old episodes. We have done ones that have been extremely popular. Like geocaching one and geocaching two. <laughs> we've done two of those. Also, we've want, done ones that people couldn't have cared less about. Um, like best food size. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that one it. wasn't a popular one. <laughs> the people didn't know what to do with it. They didn't download it because they said, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, they, so they didn't get to hear my great opinion on that one. <laughs> No, but they can if they go to our website. They can also find us on iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher, and now on Spotify. If you want to listen to Shelly's melodious tones on Spotify, you can just you can just look up Shelly Has Opinions, or you can also just put in the search uh, search bar like best 
cool thing that everyone's talking about and everyone loves it and this is the best podcast. <laughs> and if you download each episode 100 times, we'd really appreciate it. <laughs> in celebration of our 100th episode. <laughs> mostly Shelly Gang. We just want you to come back next week and a uh, hundred episodes after that. Um, next week, we're just going to be doing just kind of like a chill session so Shelly can just kind of catch her breath before the next 100. <laughs> you mean you're not going to continue asking me to spill, spill all my secrets every episode from here on out? Is that going to become a regular episode thing? <laughs> no, we're just going to do like one chill episode every 100 episodes. We won't ask you a dang thing every 100 and first episode (laughs) oh so what are you going to talk about we're just going to talk about you know the weather and politics and (laughs) oh cool cool all the most chill things (laughs) just kidding shelly gang we'll be back at you next week with another hilarious topic and you know what shelly's not going to know what it is this was a one-time deal shell but guess what i liked it (laughs) Don't 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 you want me to be happy? <laughs> Start your no, own you podcast specifically. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to do more research than I do on any given topic. And it as it has borne out, you did a lot more research than I did this topic. So it was so fun. Guess what? I like to learn a dang thing for podcasts. <laughs> I hate it. And I love you. <laughs> i'm so glad you you like me you really like me <laughs> and with that thank you and i love you and goodbye Dang it, Shelly. Where are you?